you know, you're establishing the new brain loop and then everything that you do and all the movements you do, or, you know, like the, the classes that you teach or take, you can kind of infuse that into the cells, into the tissue, into the connective tissue, into the organs, into the aura, into the energy. So I love the idea of bringing the mind part of it and the thoughts, because that's really like, as we know, once we think of it, we can make it happen. This is the Alchemized Life Podcast, and I am your host, Ava Johanna. Transformational mentor, speaker, teacher, and most importantly, a woman on a mission to bring wellness to the world. This podcast was created to bridge the gap for anyone craving more love, health, and happiness in each and every day. And with every episode, you will receive practical guidance to create magic in your own life. Combining the expertise of wellness visionaries and thought leaders, each week we will bring it back to basics and provide you with the tools meant to empower you to thrive emotionally, physically, and spiritually. So together, let's ditch the mean girl, you can't sit with us vibes, grab your favorite yoga pants, and start to find your uniquely alchemized life. Hi guys, welcome back to the Alchemized Life podcast. Ava Johanna here. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, I'm so grateful that you are here and I have your ears and we have a great episode today with Lauren Roxborough. We're talking all about the power source and our power centers. And to be honest, this was a conversation initially where I felt like I wouldn't have a lot to offer. Um, and I was just really, really excited to hear everything that Lo had to share. And she is such a superstar and one just made me feel so comfortable really understanding something that I thought was quite complicated and presenting it in a way that I think will resonate with each and every one of you. And since our conversation, I have been really focusing on the practices that she shares, one in the conversation, then also in her book. So you guys are really in for a treat today. Um, and I wanted to just kind of share because I sat down to record this earlier today and was having a ton of like struggle. I couldn't figure out what I wanted to say, how I wanted to say it. I kept fumbling over my words and I probably recorded about 10 or so takes until I got to this point where I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I need to step away. And in the past, I have tried to muscle through those types of situations and experiences where I kind of feel out of alignment. My energy doesn't really feel 100% there. And the times when I muscle through it, it never comes off in the way that I want it to. It's always a little bit more forced, a little bit less a part of my soul, so to speak. And what I've really been playing around with, and the reason why I share this with you guys, is this idea of flow versus force or energy versus action or energy versus effort. And I think that since we are moving into almost the end of the year, I mean, not almost, we're like at the end of the year and about to move into 2020, I've really been looking at the path of least resistance and honing in on where I am really muscling through things and the areas in my life where I'm really just allowing to flow and really looking at those areas where I'm allowing the flow as inspiration to adapt into the areas that feel a little bit more forced. And the reason why I share that is because we have multiple paths that we can take and I believe that we can often end up in the same spot. And so for those of you that are listening that maybe have been feeling like you've been muscling through or really forcing or having to be a little bit more aggressive or in that forceful energy, can you, one, acknowledge the areas that you're doing it in? Allow yourself a little bit of compassion and grace because you've acknowledged it. And then ask yourself, what would this ideally look like if I wasn't having to force, if I was just allowing myself to flow with a little bit more ease? And this doesn't necessarily mean surrender. Of course, surrender is always great in different instances, but instead looking at the ways in which we can just simply take a step back and find a greater path with more alignment. 
And so some of you might be listening and be nodding your head saying, okay, yes, I know exactly where I need to be shifting. I know exactly where I need to be redirecting. Some of you might also be listening and be like, huh, I have no idea what you're talking about. And that's okay. This concept is one that I think you can simply listen to right now and then begin to build the awareness throughout life. So the next time that it does come up, when you feel like you are in this position where you're really muscling through it, again, like taking a lot of action, a lot of action, but something not feeling fully aligned. Um, So like the next time that comes up, just have my beautiful buttery voice in the back of your head reminding you that there is a path of least resistance. And that's where it gets to be really fun when we're doing these things. And so again, for me earlier today, when I was recording, it got to the point where I was like, this is not fun. And my podcast is always fun. So I decided to take a step back and say, you know what, I'm going to go do something else for the time being, uh, not think about this, and then I'll come back to it later. And I feel so much more in alignment. I feel so much more clear on what I want to talk about. And well, I mean, it was a lesson from earlier, (laughs) but I have a lot more clarity and a lot more ease and just am in an energy of being calm and being able to support and hold space for the energy of this episode and the energy of all of you that are listening. So with that being said, as I mentioned, Lo Roxborough is on the podcast today. You guys are really going to enjoy this conversation. It is so empowering when we are able to take tools for our physical body that not only start to shift our physical body, but also shift our emotional state, shift the way that we feel about ourselves, begin to invite in more confidence. And I think that that's exactly what Lauren's work as the body whisperer is prompting in all of us. So if you resonate with this episode, if you like what you are listening to, don't forget to tag the podcast on your social media, taking a screenshot, posting it up on your Instagram stories. The podcast is at The Alchemized Life. Lauren is at Low Roxborough. And finally, I am so excited, you guys. We have a giveaway this week. What? What? So if you go and review the podcast, leave your Instagram handle. One person will be winning. Drum roll, please. Low's new book and a travel foam roller which is so awesome. I think I might have to go enter the giveaway myself because I want to travel film roller so bad. Um, so amazing for traveling. And for those of you that don't know, I am in Costa Rica right now. Anywho, again, all you have to do to enter this giveaway and receive Lauren's new book, The Power Source and a Travel Foam Roller is review the podcast and leave your Instagram handle in your review so I know who you are. And the winner will be announced next Sunday. So this upcoming Sunday via Instagram. Good luck, you guys. Let's jump into the episode today. Lauren, I am so excited to have you on the Alchemized Life podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. I feel like by the end of this episode, everyone's going to be listening and like so empowered by their power centers. (laughs) I love it. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. I really appreciate it. Yeah. So I told you like, I'm really excited to pick your brain. I've been following you for a while. I'm sure a ton of people that listen to this podcast also have been seeing you across various people's social media, their Instagram stories, and the work that you're doing. For me initially, when I first started seeing you like getting tagged on Jordan Younger's Instagram stories, I was very intrigued. So can you kind of give like a boilerplate of what it is that you do, who you are and how you got into this work? Absolutely. So, I mean, I guess now I consider myself an educator instead of an expert because I feel like there's so many experts out there and I've been doing the work that I do for almost 20 years now. So now I feel really grateful to be able to share the knowledge and put it in book form and video form and workshop form and, um, you know, speaking engagement form as well. So I'm a wellness educator. My background is fashion alignment. And that sort of kind of ends up going into a lot of different categories with nutrition, stress management, and you know biomechanics and just how we use our body and how we deal with stress on a daily basis. So my background is in something called structural integration. That's one of the actually probably many things I've studied. And I basically spent my 20s studying all the different modalities like 
first I became a personal trainer and then I started learning classical Pilates and got really into the physicality of wellness and health um, and vitality. And then I started seeing the connection of the mind, body, emotional, and then heart connection or spiritual connection, whatever you want to call it. And um, so I studied Thai yoga massage, pre and postnatal yoga. And then I started studying structural integration, which is a form of rolfing. So Ida Rolf is a woman that developed rolfing in the 1960s. She was actually a rocket scientist. And in her studies, she discovered fascia and the connective tissue of the body, essentially the scaffolding of the body. And I know a lot of people don't know what fascia is. And it's basically this webbing matrix that wraps around our entire body, like a full body wetsuit from the top of the head to the bottom of our feet. And it's right above the muscle tissue and below the skin. And it wraps around each individual muscle as well as that saran wrap, but it also wraps around the organs. So you can imagine, and it connects our you know, joints. So you can imagine how important it is for overall health. And now we're finding you know, how important it is for energy and chi and life force and our aura and our you know, quantum physics. So it's a pretty important part of our body that we didn't really know about. <laughs> a couple years ago. Yeah. I mean, I learned about the fascia during my yoga teacher training and it was by far the most exciting part of anatomy for yeah. me. Like oh, I, I thought it was so cool. I call it our sausage casing. Exactly. <laughs> That's perfect. I love it. So I'm curious, and this is kind of just like a off topic, kind of off topic, but not fully. At what point did you feel confident and like ready to shift from expert into educator and like feel as if all of these practices and all of the work that you've been doing were ready to grow and form through like the book and podcast and that kind of stuff? You know what? It's such a great question. Um, the first time I wrote my book, it was a real um, journey because I think as us creative healers, we want to like do a million different things and we get so excited and motivated. And like you said, have those creative like epiphanies come to us. Like we want to do everything. But um, I think what happened with me is I surrounded myself by the right people and the right team. And I found an incredible book agent and she just helped me like just find my lane and start here. And then like, that's where the foam roller came in. Cause it was such a simple practical tool that I was using with my clients all the time as giving them homework or doing it with them in the sessions. So it just became a very natural way to sort of utilize that rolling aspect into giving people this, you know, beautiful program. So doing the book, the first book, which was called Taller, Slimmer, Younger, which is really all about posture, alignment, breath work. We've talked a little bit about emotions as well. When I wrote that book, it was a real like discipline to sit down and create a program for people that was going to be easy enough that they could do it daily without feeling like it's another thing to do to their to-do list. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. Doing that, that practice of, and that was about, gosh, six years ago now that book came out. Or sorry, that book, the idea came about. So doing that though really did kind of make me realize that we've got to find something we love, stick with it, and then do it, do it right, make it tangible, and then it will unfold into the next things. And so, you know, I was on the journey of teaching the rolling and explaining the benefits of it. And then as I got the next book deal that I did with Goop Press with also the other um, Hachette, which is with Grand Central Publishing. When I was writing that book, I channeled in the new um, body rolling tools, which then I realized, okay, now I have all of these tools. So that made me feel complete. So I have two books and all of these beautiful body rolling tools that I can now really do this deep you know, training that I want to call movement medicine. So the certification meaning. So I'm working on the certification, but then as I was writing the second book, The Power Source, is when I started realizing, oh my gosh, I'm actually embodying these practices. And that, to me, made me realize that I was able to teach it because I believe you can't really teach it unless you're really doing it. And not just doing it here in the mind, but in the body, in the life, in the choices, in the relationships, in who I've been surrounded by. And that um, energy just made me realize it's time to share it and um, hand it down. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And thank you for sharing. I know that that's like kind of off topic in a way, but I just think it's it's so interesting because I know that there's a lot of people that do listen to this podcast that are in the wellness space and yeah. deal a lot with maybe imposter syndrome and, you know, knowing when it's 
the right time to take that step. But it sounds like there were just multiple iterations of, you know, affirm, affirming that you are on the right path and that you are exploring and continuing to unravel and unravel and unravel um, all of these steps of alignment for yourself. Yeah. And I think it's also just that tuning in and kind of knowing like, it's that idea of mastery. I mean, I always want to be a student, but it's sort of once you really have mastered it and that's supposed to be 10,000 hours or something, then that's the time when you can really teach it and hand it over. And also I think as far as seeing private clients too, you know, I kept, what happened is my prices kept going up and then I kept supply and demand. Like there just wasn't enough time. And I could have worked 50 hours a week or seen, you know, that many clients a week, but really is that going to serve me and my greater purpose? I kept realizing having, having these awakening moments of, you know what? I know that I'm meant to really get to more people rather than just doing the private clients because that felt limiting to me and it felt like I could only work with like the rich and famous. And I was like, this information and knowledge and philosophy needs to be for everyone. Yeah. Um, everywhere, anywhere in the world. So it was a discipline though, because to say no to certain clients and money and people like was a little scary, you know, like, no, I know that I'm really meant to do these books and, you know, write, do these programs and, you know, do it in video format and also create these tools. Cause I knew that I wanted, you know, I've been called the body whisperer, but I want people to become their own body whisperer. Mm-hmm. So. That's powerful. I love that so much. So I'm so excited to jump into everything with you. And I know um, with your new book, The Power Center, um, as I mentioned before we hopped on... The Power Source. The Power, power Source. Source, excuse me. I'm looking I'm looking at my questions right now. The Power Centers. <laughs> power Source talking about our power centers. <laughs> and um, I like I mentioned before we hopped on, I'm like, I read through most of the book and kind of just like picked up and was dog-earing so many different pages. And so um, for someone who is just starting out learning your work, what are these five power centers? And um, what I'm really interested in, how do they relate to our endocrine system? Oh my gosh, that's a great question because the nervous system is everything. (laughs) Um, Okay, so... The, what was the, the background of how the book idea came about was again, working with, I say, my, being in the lab with my clients over the last 20 years and seeing that we had these five areas in the body that were physically, and because of my background with fascia and um, connective tissue, I kept feeling it show up in the physicality of tension, stress, inability to um, take a deep breath or, you know, rounded shoulders, tightness in the jaw. I kept seeing these sort of patterns show up in people's bodies. And, you know, they were in different areas for different people. Some people had them in all of them. So the five areas are the pelvic floor, which is really the base of it all. So in, you know, ancient wisdom, we know it's been called the root chakra, the root. So it's all about, um, really survival instincts and family and money and making sure you feel secure in your life. So that's an area that in our culture, in the Western culture has been really kind of um, because of the Puritan energy of, I guess, the Western world traditions or whatever. Like we just kind of don't, we pretend like that part of our body doesn't exist. Like we don't really talk about the pelvic floor. We think it's this kind of woo woo thing or it's only when you have a baby. Mm -hmm. But the reality is that the pelvic floor is to me where it all begins because it's basically where we tend to um, subconsciously like fight or flight. Like I call it the stress on off button. Many people don't even realize like if you're driving in the car or you're in a stressful situation, you get cut off by someone or you get that stressful phone call or text message, you immediately subconsciously clutch in the pelvic floor. And that clutching energy tra- tra- travels up the whole spine because as we know, we are connected our cranium to our sacrum. And that's why there's cranial sacral therapy because within that connection from the the skull to the pelvis is your spinal cord. And within the spinal cord is your nervous system. And that's where your cerebral spinal fluid is, goes up and down your spine. So the cerebral spinal fluid is like another lymphatic system. It's within the spinal cord and it basically regulates our nervous system, our endocrine system essentially. And so when we are in a state of flight, flight or fight or flight stress, then we are constantly always like firing that up and we're in a different state of the nervous system. So when we can harness the energy in the pelvic floor and when we can, well, first of all, we have to connect to it. We have to learn about it. We have to bring awareness to it. We have to turn the neuromuscular connection onto it. Then we can actually learn how to not go into that white knuckling, bearing down, clutching, 
yang doing energy. It's control energy is really what it is. So what I do is I educate in the book about how that part of our body can expand and contract. So many of us are living in the state of clutch and squeezing. So I use the visual of a rosebud. So picturing like a rose budding in. Okay. So that's not a terrible thing, but if it's like that all the time, then it gets weak and tight and actually disconnected. So sometimes people will have lower back pain, um, you know, hip tension or tightness. They'll have an inability to have an orgasm or men will prematurely ejaculate. There's so many, and or like um, even pain during sex or even digestive issues show up when we're dealing with the pelvic floor. So for me, it was really important as I worked with clients for years with the pelvic floor not only for women that have had children, but for women of all ages and men to really tune into this area of our body, not only to connect to our core, like I call it the pelvic core sometimes, the pelvic mm-hmm. core. It's another, it's the base of our core. If you didn't have a pelvic floor, it's basically a webbing, a hammock of muscles that attaches your sits bones, your pubic bone, and your tailbone. And if you didn't have that hammock of muscles, your organs would just drop out of you. So it's really important to you know, have hip mobility and, and also just have space and release that deep tension that's held in there. And then when we do that, we can then release the other power centers. So the other power centers are, so we have pelvic floor is the first one, which we have to start with that one first, make our way up into our guts, right? That's the sensuality power center. So that's where we, you know, digest food and, you know, thoughts and emotions and gut instinct and all of those things. And so that's a really important area for the sacral health, for the lower back as well. And then we, we work our way up to the diaphragm and lungs. And, that, and the diaphragm is a really another important, um, like the pelvic floor, almost mirrors the pelvic floor in a, like the opposite shape, another dome-shaped part mm-hmm. of our body. And essentially, the diaphragm is obviously the muscle that's responsible for how much oxygen we take in and how much CO2 we wring out of our body. So again, to me, that's another part of the core as well. And also, obviously, it's going to have a really big impact on metabolism because how we breathe is how we live. And if we're breathing shallowly, then we're, our metabolism is going to be sluggish and slow. And so is our energy. So then we make our way up into the heart. So the heart and shoulders, which you can imagine in this day and age, in the modern world we're living in, everyone's so hunched over too many hours a day. And I understand that we have to be at a certain, you know, we're sitting at a computer, we have to be hunched over. But the idea is to not just get stuck. Because the connective tissue loves to glue us into these patterns and stick us into those positions. So all you have to do is expand a little bit and then it won't get stuck. Okay, ladies, I need to know, is it weird that I want to ask Corey to get married again? I was looking through our wedding photos from earlier this year and had major FOMO because it was truly the most fun experience planning it and watching the entire day come together. We did a lot of research on vendors and making the process as easy as possible for ourselves as well as our guests and landed on using Zola as our wedding registry. If you are engaged or nagging your man to pop the question, take notes because you'll want to remember Zola when the time comes for you to build out your wedding registry. What I loved about Zola was how seamless the process was. Within the registry, they had so many options from Airbnb gift cards to experiences to honey funds where guests can gift up to whatever amount they want. It keeps track of everything too, including guest addresses. So when we went to write thank you cards, we had all of the information stored in Zola. Like I said, we did a ton of research and Zola is the only platform around where you can register for honeymoon funds, gift cards, along with physical gifts. Zola also has wedding websites, invitations, and what I loved about using them for a wedding was how convenient it was. Your big day is not meant to be stressful, so if you can make it as streamlined and seamless as possible, it will make the entire process so much better. Corey and I also aren't the only ones that have gone with Zola. There are over 1 million happy couples that have used Zola, so they are definitely doing something right. All right, babes, whether you are engaged and nagging your man or manifesting your twin flame, go with Zola. You won't regret it. So to build your free wedding website on Zola and get $50 towards your registry, go to Zola.com forward slash alchemized and get started today. Again, that's Zola.com, Z-O-L-A forward slash alchemized and get started today. You guys, as we head into the holidays, there's going to be lots of food, lots of dishes, and dare I say, lots of relatives that do not take into account your food sensitivities. 
Am I right? So I wanted to put this on your radar again because I am in the process of receiving my results, but you guys have to check out Everly Well to try the at-home lab test to see what your food sensitivities are because then you can just pull it up on your phone and be like, look, auntie, I can't have your gluten stuffing. So Everly Well offers more than 30 different at-home lab tests. You guys know I love the food sensitivity test because I think it's so empowering to know why we are bloated or why our skin breaks out. Each test comes with really, really super easy to follow instructions and every test is physician reviewed. So essentially you take the test at home, send it into a certified lab, you get your results sent back to you on your mobile device and it's really, really easy to understand it. It's all personalized. It's been so helpful for me to really just understand what foods cause triggers in my body. So when I go into the holiday season, I can know if I eat a giant chunk of cheese that I might have a pimple the next day. To start better understanding your health like I did, check out Everly Well today. You guys are not going to regret it. For 15% off of an Everly Well at-home lab test, all you have to do is visit everlywell.com forward slash alchemized and enter the code alchemized at checkout. Again, that's everlywell.com slash alchemized. The code is alchemized for 15% off of your Everly Well test. And then the last power center is the throat, jaw, cranium, you know, in the inner ears and the sinuses as well. And this is a really important one because many of us are living in our head. So we're clutching and we're bearing down in the jaw. And what we're finding, because there is a fascial plane connecting the jaw to the pelvic floor, that um, many dentists are now sending people to pelvic, like that have TMJ, are sending people to pelvic floor therapists to release the pelvic floor, and that's releasing the jaw. So there's a direct connection scientifically, obviously we know also spiritually as well, that when one is tight, then the other ones are all connected. So I like to start in the pelvic floor, connect to that, release it, learn how to really strengthen it. It's like the only way it can be fully strong is when it's fully expanded and lengthened out as well. So it's eccentric and concentric. We need both to really live in a state of thriving rather than surviving. So the, um, what I also like to say is that human beings in our world have been human doings. So they've been in this state of control and force and tried to make it happen. And that's making this energy contract and making us actually kind of glue down and become, I always say, thick, compressed, and hunched and wide. And so there is this ability to, just by expanding and being more human beings than doings, it's, it's, a, very, it's a massive shift of consciousness. And also, just because of the way our world is right now, nothing's going to slow down. So we have to evolve as you know humans to actually thrive in the world that we live in. So that's what I'm hoping. That's my intention is to help people learn how to thrive in this crazy world we're living in and learn that all the crappy things that are happening are there so that we can like wake up and turn our own light on and um, all do what we're meant to do and tap into our gifts. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what's so crazy is like how quickly the technology has evolved. So we haven't even been able to evolve as quickly as all of the technology. And so that's why these types of things are so important because it allows us to physically and like structurally, like skeletally evolve with all of these things. Because I've noticed for, for myself, I mean, I've worked so long on structuring, trying to like structure my posture. So my shoulders are, are back. I like take yoga, dance, I do yeah. cheer. Um, I do core exercises. And yet like still when I, when I'm teaching yoga, I'll like look in the mirror and notice my shoulders hunched over. So like hearing you talk about all this, it sounds like for like as, as with posture, especially like starting from the pelvic floor and those lower power centers are really what is fundamental in kind of like lengthening all the other ones that sit on top of it. That's a perfect word. It's fundamental. It's foundational. It's, it's the, the missing link, if you will. I feel like for many um, physical therapists or even like some of these incredibly top level athletes that I've worked with, they have never even talked about or learned about their pelvic floor. And when they do, it is like out of this world. Like that's why I say it's like a, a superpower. Cause in a way, like it's something that we just haven't been really 
you know, we've been working around everything else and everything else has been moving and stretching and breathing. But then all of a sudden, because pelvic floor is also important for breathing and hip mobility and flexibility and hamstring mobility, and even how we walk, you know, through our feet and our articulation through our feet, biomechanically, it is like so important. So then as I started obviously going into, as I say, align your body, align your life. So I started working with people on that. And then I started seeing how it made them live in a different state. So, you know, talking about the nervous system, there's the two states, right? There's the sympathetic state, which is the control do, do, do force state. And that's all about like survival. And that's like, if you were getting, um, you know, chased by a lion, essentially, you know, you, you need that to survive. But then there's the other state, which is the parasympathetic state of the nervous system, which is all about rest, digest, and heal. And really, that's the state that many people are not getting, getting into, and that's that yin energy. And so when they can tap into that, and like that's what I'm saying from the physical aspect of it, to really feel it. I almost feel like the physical connection is the bridge. And then once they have that physical connection, they realize that they're in this different state and they, they crave it more. And you realize how much you need that to really thrive. And that's the thriving state as well. And also just the rejuvenation state, right? It's the healing restorative state. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, my, so my class is very like physical based yoga sculpt, but then at the end it's breathwork and meditation. And my, my whole idea with that is how can I get these people that are like just at the beginning of the bridge, like really wanting those physical highs to experience those more like mindful and spiritual highs that come from these other limbs of yoga where they're able to tap in that much deeper. Uh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yes. I love it. That's a great way to, I mean, to have both in it too. Like you have the yang and the yin. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious about like tightness and clenching. Um, as I told you before we hopped on, I got my wisdom teeth out earlier this week. And one of the things that I've always done is clenched my jaw, grinded my teeth at night. I got like a night guard. Dog, my dog chewed it a week later, so I stopped using it. But I've always kind of woken up with this intense jaw pain especially in the times when I'm more stressed out. So what are some ways to release the stress that's associated with the clenching throughout the body using um, different practices that you work with your clients? Oh, by the way, I'm with you because I'm a jaw person too. So <laughs> my dentist would always be like, oh my God, you're grinding. This is like years ago before I discovered the fascia work. And um, it's super interesting because he said that it's genetic, right? So Okay, I believe that. Yeah, we're, we're, we're more predisposed for genetic things. But so much more of the research these days, especially in the holistic um, integrative medicine world, they're all saying now that lifestyle is way more important and trumps anything else. You know, lifestyle mindset, the, um, you know, the, I guess, the belief systems, right? Mm -hmm. in, our, in our minds and our energy. So what I would say, though, there are a lot of different tools. There are so the reason why it excuse me the reason why that happens is because sometimes we're in like a pattern right so the pattern is just like a clutching subconsciously just like in the pelvic floor so when you start to unwind that tension in the pelvic floor again the jaw will soften as well and then you can do there's so many amazing tools you can do you can do the gua sha releases on the jaw do you know what that is mm -hmm. the like gua sha it's like yeah. the call it body scraping so you can do it along the jawline up into where the jaw attaches. You can just do like a little massage here and like a stretch. Like if you put your finger here on your masseter and you just open and close. And then as you open, you're going to push the tissue upward mm -hmm. and you do both sides. So that's a really amazing yeah. way to sort of get out of that pattern. It's like a brain loop. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. like we do these loops. And so... It's not going to happen overnight, but little by little, when you when you do address the nervous system, you get out of fight or flight, you get into parasympathetic state more often and out of our head and into our bodies, then your body will stop going into those old patterns of clutch, bear down. You know what I mean? But the pelvic floor is a brilliant way to start, especially when you're wanting to soften. And cranial sacral therapy is a beautiful way to um, release some of that old clutch, clutch. I can't say the word clutching, clutching yeah. of jaw and pelvic floor. The cranial sacral is like, have you ever done that? No, I haven't. I've heard of it though, but even just one session can really, cause what it does, is they just move your cranial bones a little bit and then they like line up 
your cranium with the spine better and the pelvis. And it just like sends a signal of that cerebral spinal fluid to, you know, Mm. flow more freely. And then that regulates you and allows your body to heal and sort of soften and let go. Yeah. The jaw thing is a, it's, it's rampant in the, in the world right now, especially in our America. Yeah. It's not a good thing. And it's also sitting in front of a computer screen, hunching over. And then when we're hunching, what's going to hold our head up is our jaw. Mm, Interesting. Yeah. So strengthening the neck, doing a lot of back bending, side bending, mm-hmm. um, even that thyroid gland. Sometimes the jaw tension is swallowed emotion. So it can be somatic work, like working with sound, oming, humming, singing. And that helps vibrate the energy out of your jaw for sure in your throat. So- yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, I've done some of those and it definitely helps. We even did like a, putting a cork. In and just having a cork in the mouth for and tipping the head oh, back yeah. a little bit for like thirty yeah. seconds or something like that, just to kind of like help unhinge it. But it's it's so interesting though because I mean, you being a fashion expert or educator now, yeah. um, you know, it is so related to those um, as you said it those loops that we've created yeah. exactly. and the loops that we have in our shoulders, the loops that we have in our jaw. Um, you know, in our legs, like all over it, like fascia really is connected to like our emotions. And okay. so when you're like walking down the street or you see someone, do you know, like exactly what, what's going on? Oh my God. No, I'm laughing because my husband, like when I first was out of the structural integration school, I would like, literally he would get so annoyed. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, that person needs the fascia work. They need alignment work. And, and then, and then like a few years ago when we launched all the videos, I'm like, Oh my God, that person needs the roller so badly. So we, yes, it's, it's one of those things. It's kind of like, I have a good friend that's an intuitive and I'm like, how do you like not see it for everyone walking down the street? You do sort of, you, it's a skill, right? So you, you have to like be super open and you see everything. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, I'm going to bring it. I'm going to turn it on when it's the right time. Otherwise Mm -hmm. it's just a total like energy drain. Like you end up you in analyzing everyone that walks through the door you see on the street is just like too much energy. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, for sure. Harness it, harness that um skill. I for sure. Yeah. So, okay. So when we look at like strengthening the pelvic floor, you said like the opening and the closing of the rosebud, is that like working with your Bonda or doing Kegels? Yes, it is. But the problem in the world these days is that many people are not teaching the expansion, the So we talk about the rosebud. Yeah, that's very much a yogic thing too. But then the other part of it is, I call it the flower blooming. So you do the visualization of the rosebud and then the flower blooming. And the thing that's really amazing is how connected our breath is to the the pelvic floor. So every time we breathe in, the diaphragm muscle is going to push down into the organs and then the organs are going to drop down into the pelvic floor. The pelvic floor is going to expand and open. So that's as we inhale. And then what also happens is that's what moves the cerebral spinal fluid through the spinal cord. And the other thing that happens when we breathe in is that our sutures of our, of our cranium open and expand a little bit too. So that's when we breathe in. This is super subtle. Most people wouldn't even realize it, but it's again, good to know what's happening because then you can kind of visualize it and enhance it a little more with that awareness. And then as we exhale, everything contracts gently. The, the pelvic floor squeezes in the rosebud then the organs lift upward and then the diaphragm pushes up into the lungs to flush that CO2 out. And then the cranial bones, you know, go back into their place and then the cerebral spinal fluid is being pumped. And that fluid is what's feeding the brain nutrients, but it's also flushing the brain of toxins as well. So Mm. that's what's, that's what's regulating all of our hormones, all of our autonomic nervous system, things that are just naturally occurring, all like the heart rate, everything is being regulated by this system. It's the, it's the king of all or queen of all systems, really. You know what I mean? It's, Mm -hmm. it's, if that is not regulated and that's, and when we work with fascia, we're addressing the nervous system right away. As soon as we, you know, take a deep breath or get on the foam roller or do a few stretches we're dropping into that different brainwave state. And then we have more of the capacity to create change and shift or transformation, if you will, because basically fascia is our sensory organ. And that's, you know, how we get into the fascia the first way. So is it when, like, if we get like really, really practical with it, is it just like lift, lifting, when we say lifting the pelvic floor, it's not like, 
is it the same as like making yourself stop peeing or because I've heard that that's technically not it. But um, when we're talking about like your bundas and yoga. Um, yeah. So yeah, to make it like very simple and practical. I like that. I, I try to do that because most people are like get lost if it's too much or too many words. Essentially what it is, it's basically like cutting your pee off midstream is the way I explain it. So okay. if you were going to the bathroom and you were going to squeeze to shut it off. And that's how you know if you, because a lot of times if you ask someone to do that, they'll like squeeze their butt and then their stomach and everything. And the idea is to really differentiate these areas of the body so that when they can be strong separately, when they all come together and do work together when you need them, they're going to be even stronger. Because Mm -hmm. what happens is because of that tightness and the constant clutching, it becomes hypertonic, which means it's just over squeezed. And then what hypertonic means is it becomes weak. And then the nerve actually turns off. So from the brain to the body, that nerve firing turns off. So that's where the rewiring, the neuromuscular rewiring is the first thing that has to happen in order for any connection to happen, or else you're just going to be using your lower back, your hip flexors, you know, whatever else is going to be thrown in there, the jaw or the shoulders and never really connect to that pelvic floor. So there's a lot of different ways to revisit your pelvic floor. You can either go to a pelvic floor specialist to have a session and they can reintroduce you to it with, you know, a hands-on approach. You can also use the body sphere, which is in the power, um, power source book, which is basically where you sit on it. And then you feel the, you know, three-dimensional hammock of muscles laying over the ball, the sphere, and then you can squeeze and pull it upward. Um, and then of course there's a bunch of different moves in the book and also in my online studio as well. And then the other thing that I think, or I know scientifically is really powerful for the pelvic floor and strength is gently rebounding on the little mini trampoline Mm -hmm. that has been proven in Germany to restore and regenerate the pelvic floor muscles and musculature. It also helps reposition the organs. Rebounding has so many benefits, but for this conversation, it's absolutely phenomenal to regenerate tone because it's called the G force. Every time you jump, or even just bounce lifting, it basically lifts the pelvic floor muscles and then builds tone because when you come down, the muscles have to hold you up. So the tone starts to regenerate. And like I said, I mean, Germany is where they're doing all the research for fascia and connective tissue, where they're doing the most, I guess, innovative research and um, going deep. And they there's a woman there who studies and puts an electrode up a pelvic floor and has people rebound and she's, she's seen the most amazing results. So that's part of my protocol. Yeah. And that, and that's like a, like what you would use for lymphatic drainage. Okay. So the rebounder just really quick, cause it's a huge part of my program. I mean, I do it every day. Our, our kids do it. It's, it's been proven to be really good for brain development for children as well, because a lot of the children are not getting enough dynamic um, movement in their bodies. They're laying on their back for too long. So some of the brain um, development hasn't been fully developed because of a lack of actually moving the body in all the different ways. So the rebounding, I mean, builds bone density. It's the lowest impact um, form of cardio on the planet. It's 50% more effective for fat burning and cardiovascular health than running. It's That's been studied by NASA. They use it for astronauts to train them to go into space because there's no gravity. So they lose bone density and muscle mass. Like I said, pelvic floor, lymphatic drainage, reducing cellulite. I mean, it's so combining the rolling, the body rolling with the rebounding is where I've just found that people are having the most incredible results when you yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. We want to get a trampoline here. I almost bought one for my husband for his birthday, but there's so many options on Amazon. It was, it's very confusing, but we're probably one thing. Cause I do have a signature one, but you know, it is expensive. But the one thing I would say is just get one that has bungee cords because okay. the ones with the springs have, can sometimes be a little tweaky on the neck and the ones that have been researched by NASA are really the nicer ones. So yeah. the cheaper ones, you know, you don't, I don't trust it. I've heard a lot of people like they bought like the $50 one or the hundred dollar one. And then they're like, Oh, why did I do that? I should have just invested the money and saved up and got the real one. Cause if yeah. you use it every day, you can do five minutes, 10 minutes. I use it for my cardio. Like I said, my kids use it. My husband uses it. It's just amazing.
All right. Last week, I shared that I finally got my hands on Ritual Vitamins. And I got to say, your girl is impressed. You never know when you see this beautiful company come out if the product is really going to stand behind the beauty of the branding. But Ritual does that and so much more. I'm like actually excited to have a daily ritual with Ritual Vitamins. And I'm really excited that I can say that too. You know, I like saying dorky things, but I love ritual. It just makes it really, really easy to get the nutrients that I really don't get through a lot of food and through my diet in a clean and absorbable form. There's no shady additives or ingredients that actually do more harm to your body than good. You guys know a while back I was taking a ton of supplements and it wasn't working and my skin was actually a lot worse off than when I had started. And so I've really been looking at simplifying and I love that with Ritual, I just need one bottle of vitamins and I'm good. From D3 to Omega-3, Ritual's essential for women helps fill in the gaps in a women's diet. So this is the one that I love. This is the one that I recommend. It's a super easy subscription to start and it's easy to snooze too. So you guys can try it. It's only a dollar a day. And if you need to cancel, there's no strings attached. But I got to say, better health doesn't happen overnight. So I really recommend you guys giving them a chance, trying it out. And right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. It's totally worth it, you guys. So fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women. Again, that's the one that I use. That's the one I recommend. And visit ritual.com forward slash alchemize to start your ritual today. Again, it's 10% off your first three months by visiting ritual.com forward slash alchemized so you can start your daily ritual. Before we jump back into this episode, I wanted to kind of update you guys on my yoga journey. It's definitely been an ebb and a flow. And after taking class today, I realized how important yoga is for my mind. However, how a single class can actually cause a little bit of inflammation in my body, which seems counterintuitive, but hear me out. So what I've been doing is really slowing down my practice and allowing it to be a lot more restorative, a lot more gentle. But I still have these times where I'll feel a little bit of inflammation in the backs of my shoulders or my lower back after practicing. I don't want to give up yoga altogether though. So in the times when I do start to feel any type of inflammation or discomfort come up, I have been using Beams The Fixer, which is a perfect, like literally perfect, you guys, post-workout solve. So I use this usually when I go to the gym or when I go to group fitness, but it has been so helpful lately whenever I finish practicing yoga because it's used to reduce localized pain and inflammation and speed up recovery. So I will literally come home, rub it all over the backs of my shoulders or on my lower back. And within a couple of minutes, it will start to feel better. Plus it smells really, really good. And it just allows me to experience the beauty that is my yoga practice in a way that I haven't been able to recently. Their brand message is for better everything. And I truly believe that that is what it's allowing me to tap into. So I'm so grateful for the fixer that is by Beam. And you guys know I love Beam. I've talked about their tincture before. I've talked about their bars. Now I'm talking about their solve. It is so dreamy. It is my favorite CBD brand. I've done a lot of research. You guys already know I've done a lot of research on CBD brands and it's a crazy space. It's definitely confusing. And that's why I really love to share with you the brands that I trust and what products I love. They're super transparent about what's in their products and they never hide behind their labels. They're all made with quality, all natural ingredients, and they really are there to promote a healthy body and mind. So if you have not tried Beam yet, what are you guys doing? you got to check them out. So I'll link them in the show notes and you can use the promo code AVA15 for 15% off of all products. Um, Again, that's AVA15 for 15% off of all products. You guys are going to love them. So let's talk body rolling then because I love body rolling. What is it good for? Why do we need it? How do we do it in like our everyday life? I love it. So I know it's funny because like I was actually speaking to someone earlier today about how, you know, I used to call it foam rolling. And then as the line expanded and I wanted to go deeper with people, I was like, body rolling just makes sense because that's what you're doing. You're shedding these layers. So to me, rolling is about shedding the density and thickness and tension and trauma and even emotional energy that we've carried, like the bag of coals we've been carrying around through our lives. So 
I know it's been kind of in the medical world, very physical therapy, practical tool, but I really see it as this way of, you know, when we can kind of clean and clear out our tissues that we have this opportunity to detoxify and flush fat and reconnect to our core. But once we do the body rolling and then we create that foundational strength through some of the more active moves as well that are like Pilates yoga based, then we have the ability to really build that foundational strength and then feel stronger and more confident and then make better choices. So, you know, self-care I feel like is so overused these days. Like people are like, take a bath, go for a walk, meditate. But to me, the highest level of self-care is what are you doing with your time on a daily basis? Mm -hmm. What to me, choice is the highest form of self-care. So choice is the beginning to all of it, right? So if we don't start making better choices, then none of the stuff that we want to come into our lives will, or the people or whatever. So we end up then getting the same, it's like getting that same result with you're asking for something different, but you keep doing the same thing. So that's why you get the same result. So to me, the highest form of self-care is what are you doing with your time? What are you doing with your energy and who are you surrounding yourself with? So yourself with, if that makes sense. So. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What are your thoughts on percussive therapy? What's that? Uh, like their guns or... Oh, sorry. I've never heard it be called that. <laughs> I love that you asked that because, you know, I think there's a place for them for sure. But um, I don't... What happens is they don't get into the biomechanics. Yeah. It, it feels very like yang, like doing it type is. of <laughs> work too. Yeah. And it's also very like, okay, let's say I have a knot in my shoulder and I want to use the Theragun on my knot. Okay. Well, the reason why you have a knot is because of your nervous system and the way you're reacting and responding to a situation or an environment or a workout or whatever it is, or you're sitting too much. So that to me, the Theragun is going to give you the Band-Aid. It's going to give you, or it's kind of like almost, I mean, it's not bad for you, meaning like it's kind of like taking um, a pain pill. Like pain pills are actually probably bad for you and toxic. The Theragun is not bad for you. It's just more of like a, a more natural quick fix. You know what I mean? Versus getting to the root of why that's there. And I just, I don't know, I guess, because I've been studying the body, mind and spirit for so long that I want to always know why. I want to yeah. know why. What is the root of that? Not just how can I make it feel better for a minute? Yeah. Yeah. So what does it look like then working with you when someone comes in and maybe has a lot of, you know, lower back pain and has maybe like recently had their first kid? What does that process look like of like getting them back into realignment? I know, right? Well, actually I'm not seeing clients or I've a few clients. I'm not taking new clients right now. I always like to say that because then people know that if they're trying to reach me, I have a whole bunch of people that I refer out to that I absolutely love who I go to and all my friends go to. But um, for if I'm going to see someone or even do a virtual like session with them or whatever, I always ask, like, let's get a baseline. Go see. I want you. I want to know what's going on with your blood work, your stool, your saliva. I want to know if you have any food allergies, anything that's creating inflammation in your body. Again, why not use Western medicine mm -hmm. you know, at its full capacity so we can know what is your baseline? Interesting. And then, we can get, then we can really get you on a program that's going to make the most sense. So I do like have this thing where I do custom programs for people. So I'll pull things from the Align Life Studio and create a custom program for people that are interested in really going a little bit deeper into whatever their issue and ailment is. Um, and then I'll re recommend a ton of different books to read. And then I'll maybe recommend them to go to a pelvic floor therapist or you know another body work person, biomechanic person, physical therapist, Pilates teacher. So that's I've become kind of a wellness advocate in a way. But as far as like when I do do sessions with people, I always sit down with them. We have a few minutes of a chat and then I watch how they're breathing, kind of what's going on. I look at their eyes. I look at like, you know, sort of how they're posturing their, you know, I always say posture influences personality. So I'm looking at all the different aspects, not just what they're saying, but actually how they're moving, mm -hmm. how they're breathing, how they're holding themselves. And then I can really like go in deep and sort of get into the intuitive part of what needs to get worked, what needs to be worked with or worked, uh, worked out, I guess. Yeah. And then I'll do, a, I'll do work on the table, which is the alignment, fascia work, biomechanical work, really stacking the joints up to be more organized. Cause you'd be surprised how much people lose like an inch in height from just being like crooked or hips are tight or sitting too much or their ankles and feet are a little messed up. 
Um, so it's amazing how much people will gain about an inch to an inch and a half in, by doing this work. That's why I call my first book Taller, Slimmer, Younger. Because I was yeah. like, everyone's just getting taller. It was crazy. Yeah. Really, when you become taller, you become more narrow because whenever you take something and elongate it, it becomes more narrow. So it's right. just the natural kind of engineering of, of the body, of the structure. So then I would also have them after that, we'd know a lot more about what's going on. And then I'd have them get in on the roller and do some rolling, some body rolling. And then depends on what tool, like depends on the person, what tool I would choose, or we do multiple tools and then we would bounce and then maybe even do a sauna at the end. So that sounds so heavenly. (laughs) (laughs) Going to the spa and the therapist and your trainer all in one. I love it. Yeah, no, I thought that it was so interesting when I was reading your book about how easy it is to lose height because of the heaviness of our brain, the compression of our yeah. spine. It's so interesting. And I'm like, damn, should I be like 5'7 right now? I know. <laughs> crazy though. Yeah. It's, I mean, everyone in this day and age too. And it's great that a younger, the younger ge- generation or demographic is thinking about these things because you can prevent it much more easily than you can reverse it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So for somebody that works at a desk like eight eight plus hours a day, what is something that they can do to make sure that they're counteracting all of the sitting? You know, it's such a great question. It's really much more simple, I think, than people realize. It's like I was saying, you know, the fascia, if you're day after day after day, if you're constantly in the same posture and you never really undo it, then it's going to really, it's going to remember that posture. It's going to glue you into that posture. It's going to become hard and thick and dense. And what happens when, you know, as we age, aging is a form of dehydration. And that's not just like not drinking enough water, but it's actually your connective tissue becoming thick, brittle, and it doesn't have the oxygenated blood. So one other thing I want to highlight about fascia and connective tissue is, like I said earlier, it's like this matrix, this webbing, but within the fascial matrix, lie the lymph nodes. So you can imagine if your fascia is dry, thick, and brittle, which happens when we have trauma, injury, or stress held in the tissue, then the lymph system is going to be sluggish as well. The other thing that's really fascinating is within our fascial matrix lies the nerves. So that's another reason why it's so important for the nervous system. And then it also is where our meridians are. So when you go and have acupuncture, they're putting the needles not all the way down to your blood, but actually into your fascia as well. I mean, to your blood, because your blood is in your fascia. What I'm saying is they go down below the skin and into the fascia because our meridians are in the fascia as well. So as far as chi is concerned, you can imagine how important this is for overall health and just longevity too. So what happens also is when our tissue gets dehydrated, it kind of can turn into like this, almost like an internal cast like a plasticized Mm -hmm. cast. And that's basically a knot, right? So a knot of connective tissue is going to block the oxygenated blood. So the blood is not going to be able to go through that knot. And the idea is that we want it to be that stretchy, gooey, open kind of webby so the blood can go through and the blood and the lymph and everything and the chi can go through the fascial matrix. And so you can imagine that if there is that big chunk in your body, that that's creating a blockage it's slowing you down and making you feel older. And that is also going to pull you into that more hunched over posture. So as far as what you can do on a daily basis, it literally takes five minutes, like lay down on the roller long way. I always say, undo the day, just allow yourself to go on that 36 inch long roller and allow gravity to put you back into alignment. Do a couple arm, I call them snow angels, reach your arms up, you know, as you take a deep breath, you will feel your spine start to decompress because you're allowing gravity to put you back into alignment. It also reminds your body where straight is. So if you've been doing like head to the right all day, it's going to remind your head where the the straight part, you know, the straight part of your spine is. So, and it also allows the natural curves to come back into the spine. So you could literally lay down. I always say Netflix and roll, like just lay on your roller while you're watching the show. It takes five minutes, take a few deep breaths, unwind that, then you'll sleep so much deeper and you'll restore much more efficiently as well. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to fight my husband for the uh, foam roller now because <laughs> he does no, every single time we're watching TV. That's so awesome. <laughs> so easy. It is. It's super, it seriously is. So can we talk a little bit more about facial fascia before we go? I'm really yeah. curious specifically because I think that 
we can work with our fascia and our face to prevent a lot of signs of aging. Yeah. Um, so can you talk a little bit about that and what we can do at home to um, maybe just make our face look brighter and younger and more vibrant? So that would be... Well, there's lots of different things. So you can do the gua sha tool with the oils. You want to make sure you have a really good oil. I mean, there's a couple different companies out there that have... There's Audacity has an amazing tool where it's the rose quartz uh, gua sha tool. And then they have a great oil that works really well. You don't want to just do it on like your skin without the oil. Right. You want it to slide so it's not going to pull the skin and the tissue and the fascia. So you want to make sure you're, it's really about smoothing and kind of ironing out the lines. Um, and that, you know, obviously needs to be done like regularly in order to see benefits. You can do, you know, you can do it around your forehead, around the lines of your forehead and also doing it before bed when you sleep, then your body will restore. And you know how, like they say, when you go to sleep at night, you wake up in the morning, that's when your skin has been so nourished by your own system. Obviously there's a lot of things we can eat that help our fascia as well. Like, I mean, bone broth is something that I have been using and since I've had babies, like as far as like healing and restoring and all the benefits, as we know, of like the bone broth collagen is really amazing. I, I prefer to, to have it from the actual, the actual like soup bone broth rather than mm -hmm. these, like these sort of, what do you call them? Like the collagen, like powders that everyone's putting. Yeah. I, just, I don't know if I really trust those to be honest. So unless you really know where they're coming from and if they're organic, I don't know. I'm, a, I'm just a bigger fan of getting it from the earth, like more natural form. Yeah. So for me, like the other thing with bone broth, I mean, if you're a vegetarian, it gets a little trickier, but there are some great vegetarian versions. You can do like a mushroom one um, with some other really great superfoods. But um, I was going to say about the bone broth, which I love is that you, you, you're using the whole entire like animal, you know, yeah. you're using all parts of it and you're getting all the minerals and nutrients. Um, the other thing that's really great for the fascia is magnesium. Ooh. So taking a magnesium supplement, I really like uh, the powdered form that's unflavored with no stevia or anything in it. Natural Calm. Yeah. I love Natural Calm. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's a really good mineral for the nervous system and also for the skin and for the fascia. Like I was saying earlier, if you have a knot that's going to create that dehydration and that sort of aging is going to happen more rapidly. So we really want to keep the hydration in the tissue. So self-massage, you can do a scalp massage that helps lift the eyebrows. Ear massages are really good. Jaw massages, doing the gua sha on the neck and even the backs of the arms is a really great way to keep the fascia healthy and full of collagen and beautiful, right? So anything that we're doing for our skin is obviously going to be great for our connective tissue too. Like wearing a hat in the sun, you got to do that. That's yeah. really important, obviously. And also learning how to not frown. That's another thing. Like one of my teachers in my structural integration school was like, you just have to relax your face. If you relax your face, relax the tongue away from the roof of your mouth and you're not going to be clutching your jaw as much. Then your ears start to relax and then your forehead starts to soften as well. So mm -hmm. those little tools really go far because it's really... The reason why we get lines is just the repetitive motion, right? So as long as we keep smoothing them out, I mean, microcurrent, there's some great tools out there now that you can buy for like microcurrent home at home tools um, that you can use like around your eyes, around your lips to keep everything. That's great for fascia. Microcurrent's amazing for your fascia and your skin as well. Yeah. Microcurrent is like the new face, right? That kind of just sends like... Yeah. Little, okay. Yeah. yeah the new one that just came out. I'm actually going to get it. It's... um. It's only like 150 bucks. Really? It's like two little prongs and it says it's four fine lines. So if you did a little bit of that and then the gua sha, and then you put all your oils on, you're going to be able to prevent a lot more of those lines. Yeah. I love that. I'm going to start doing it at night too. I feel like that's going to be really yeah. nice at night. Good at night before sleep, put all those oils on. I mean, if you're good with oils, I don't yeah. know what the alternative is. If people, some people don't like oils on their face, but I'm like, I love the oils. I'm like, I know I do too. I, I have super oily skin and like very acneic skin as well. And I was very resistant to oils for a while, but I found one that works. It doesn't clog and it doesn't break me out. So I love oh, good. that. And yeah, it's, it yeah. works. It's so nice too. Cause it, it's my moisturizer. 
I know. I love the vintner's daughter. I just can't get enough of it. It's yeah. amazing. It's like this aromatherapy experience. I love that. Oh my gosh. I got this one. It was it was from La Mer. It's not an oil, but it was just like their one of their nice, you know, products that they have. And it smells so good. The first time I put it on, I was like moaning in the bathroom. And my husband was like, What is going on in there? Love it. It's such a like experience. So it's sensual. It's a sensual experience. I yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that that also like really ties into tying this interview up with a nice tidy bow that you really do offer this holistic experience and you do see things from like the Western lens, but also the Eastern lens and just create this whole experience for people. So they are, you know, covering all of their bases, so to speak with, with changing their body and transforming their body and coming back into that alignment. So um, I just want to recognize that in your work, that it's really powerful because I feel like not a ton of people are doing that and you get to offer so much to so many different people. Oh, that means so much. I really appreciate that. Yeah. It's been really fun to kind of do it as a little more of an evolved way and like really wanting to be more about nourishing rather than like taking everything away. I feel like so many of the kind of meal plans out there are like just not, you know, it's just so limiting. I wanted people to really like be able to enjoy and have that joie de vivre and look forward to their movement sessions rather than, you know, like dread them. Yeah. And you can get the most amazing results too. I mean, it's incredible to see. It's really about quality over quantity and like it's awareness too. Once we have that awareness, we can really shift. And then when we bring in the idea of how our thoughts, you know, affect our body and our reality too, like that's really helping people. Like I give, I give my clients the mantra that seems to work really well. It's I effortlessly and gracefully live in the body of my dreams. Mm. So that's like a new kind of put that into your affirmations in the morning. And that's a new loop. You know, you're establishing the new brain loop and then everything that you do and all the movements you do, or, you know, like the, the classes that you teach or take, you can kind of infuse that into the cells, into the tissue, into the connective tissue, into the organs, into the aura, into the energy. So I love the idea of bringing the mind part of it and the thoughts, because that's really like, as we know, once we think of it, we can make it happen. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. For those that want to dive into even more of your work, where can we find you and how can we support you? Oh, thank you. Well, um, I'm super excited and grateful to be here and you can check me out. You can follow me on Instagram. It's just, my nickname is low. It's low Roxburgh, R O X B U R G H. And that's on Instagram. And then you can go to my website, which is my full name, Lauren And then you can also join our Align tribe, which is a private Facebook group and, or the Align life studio, which is where I have all of my amazing movement medicine on all the tools, all the body rolling and the rebounding. So you can join us over there as well. So yay. Thank you so much.